0: from the View International Ministry. Our messages are heaven breath, Holy Spirit inspired and destiny changing for the transformation of individuals and society. As you listen, may you be blessed and positioned to take your place in life and be prepared for eternity. Praise the Lord. You know, John the Baptist was born and the Bible said that he was a forerunner of Jesus. We thank God that God did not allow John the Baptist to come before John the Baptist came. Because if he had come, he would have destroyed the timing of his life. Because all good thing and perfect thing comes down from above. Praise the Lord. How many times have you slept and you woke up? And sleep did not carry you away. We had men that slept and never woke up? By the grace of God, this is the last Thanksgiving we are doing in this building. By the next Thanksgiving, We shall be doing it in our Sido Canaan land. I call it Sido because it's the last place for the last place. Amen. Praise the Lord. Your most beautiful days are yet ahead of you. The Bible says the path of the just shines brighter and brighter until the perfect day. So we declare you just and the righteous man. And the Bible says no evil shall touch you. I do not know how he would be, but when evil is coming upon anyone, it will not come upon you. In the name of Jesus. The road you will fly, the road you will go through, the, ro- the water you will pass through. Nothing evil will happen to you in the name of Jesus. And I pray for everyone, no, nothing freak of nature will destroy you in the name of Jesus. And Lord will keep helping us in the name of Jesus. Yeah. You know, just, eh? Describe it, describe it. So what is this what? Let's say half. I'm seeing it as full. Yes, it half Yes. Okay. So, about saying life, what do you think? Well, um, for me, life is the process, and until uh, you are six feet on the ground, that is when the end has come. Until the end comes, keep pushing and keep pushing, because God has so much stock for us. Okay. Wally, fresh form. <laughs> uh, like Reverend Sam has said, it's half full. One can look at it half full, half empty. Regarding life, it shows that um, uh, shows that you know the more you take from it, the more you drink from it. I feel the, the water represents you represent life. The more you drink from it, the more you are fuel. I can concur- I concur with what they said. Um life is a journey. Life is a journey, we don't know the end, or we keep pushing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Can you give them a round of applause? You see when I tell people to do this kind of thing, it shows me the kind of mindset they have. So he said somebody could say half empty, or he said half full. So he has an optimistic as, uh, view to life. Are you listening to me? So he's an optimistic view of life that is what? Someone would just say it's half empty, but he saying what? Half full. And he also said the same thing, half full. But what I realized was that the two of them said half full. And I asked them, what's their view about life? They all said, oh, life is impossible. It's true. But if he was an entrepreneur, he would have imagined that it's half full, but there's an opportunity. You to be full. So he will see the opportunity for you to be full. But an optimistic person will just see that it's half full or half empty. But a pessimistic person will see what? Half empty. An optimistic person will see what? Half full. But an entrepreneur will see the opportunity for you to be full. And how much would it cost me for it to be full? So Your mindset will determine how you see things. So it's not how things are that matter, but your mindset. So how do I change your mindset from normally being uh, optimistic or pessimistic to be like an entrepreneur mindset? Because whether you like it or not, the way you see things is how you would always see the opportunity. But somebody who is an entrepreneur will look at it that, Oh! I could fill this cup up. I was the opportunity to fill this cup up? What's the cost? How much should I make if I fill this cup up? Do you understand what I've said? Because I can't insist in that about life. What do you think? Praise the Lord. So if you have spent time in church, you are most likely going to be optimistic about life. But if you have, <laughs> if you have spent some more time in social media, you are most likely going to be what? Pessimistic about life but if you spend time with Pottersville you'll be entrepreneurial of our life <laughs> you will see an opportunity for a blessing in everything praise the Lord and that's what I want you to see this morning that there must always be an opportunity for growth is that okay? it's not just seeing things as they are it's seeing things as they can be did you get that? He's seen things as what they can be. And Lord will bless us this morning. God bless you sir. Can you give them a round of applause this morning? Last week we spoke about money through of us. People like Pastor Chiedu ran, uh, ran away so that they would not hear the money message. The question is, who owns your heart? If you have not listened to that message, please go and listen to it. Is that Okay. Who owns your heart? Who owns your heart? We're, I was sharing with the pastor this morning. I said, what we're going to do in the building, where we're moving to, we need to do some some cleanings. some. So we're looking for people, and people are giving us extraordinary charges. So somebody gave us more malam. And the malam came and said, you know what, I will charge you this amount. We beat it now. He said he will do it today said oh we're well, not going to be around today so how are we going to pay you he said give the money to this woman i will come and when I enter, whenever i see her i will collect the money from her ask man are you going to be around on sunday no i'll be around anytime for monday come and i asked myself i said many christians if they work would they give somebody the opportunity of holding the money would they say give the money to someone every time i come i will collect that money so you understand what i mean when i say that our mind our heart must not be given to money. Are you listening to what I'm saying? You see, because if your heart is given to money, you will be soulless. You'll be what soulless. You would you would do anything for money. And I was sharing with them today, and I said to, and I said to them, I said, I said, it doesn't it, it matters to me that Islam has probably done more in Nigeria than the Christians because. Our soul has been given to money in the name of preaching the prosperity gospel. But is it that I don't want you to be wealthy? No, I want... And I'm going to talk about the mindset that glorifies God this morning. Is that okay? Church, are you here hearing me? I said, I'm going to talk to you about the mindset that glorifies God. And I'm going to use a very controversial scripture. uh, Luke chapter 16. The mindset that glorifies God. And we're going to look at things that I believe, in my opinion, that I saw in the Bible that can help you and I to think better, to think in better terms than we probably are thinking now. And if we do that, we shall be an impact, shall have an impact to our generation. I believe, Pottersville, that God is calling you and I to make changes that will be different, changes that will be impactful, changes that will be glorious, changes in the lives and transformation of men in the name of Jesus. You see nigeria is where it is because of the fact that there is the predominant of who of people who have given their hearts towards the idol of money and that's the truth i mean for me i cannot imagine anybody going to the stadium to say that i want to support somebody who is not well but the truth about it is that the person may even win because he believes that the hearts of many once you give people money they will send, they will send their vote for him and that's 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 annoying and amazing whenever thinking of let's ask him what is your plan for the future you can't answer us you're going to run away you're going to dodge you can't tell us what you plan to do what are you going to do what can we hold you on and you might even win the election oh let's ask them what they're going to do they're not going to ask the questions because why (laughs) someone was telling me yesterday he said one of the amazing things was that an illiterate would be a leader over a professor it can only happen in nigeria only happened in nigeria and happened because a lot of us have given our hearts to us luke chapter 16 one of the most imagined one of the most beautiful stories that has, that has defied interpretations but let me give you an interpretation i have for this story in the bible luke 16 and he said unto disciples jesus now giving the parable there was a certain rich man which had a steward and the same was accused unto him that he had wasted his goods you remember the story? All of you remember that story from... Uh, so, and he called on and said unto him, How is it that I hear this of thee? He said, Give me an account of your stewardship. For thou will no longer be a steward. Remember I told you that the rule of money is about... Every money that you have is about what? Stewardship. That you're a steward. That in a hundred years from today, the things you are boasting of, somebody else will own it. Are you agree? The person who owns this house was not the one who built it. Praise the Lord. But I know that in a hundred years, it will not be his own. Praise the Lord. Somebody else will be saying, it is my property. So, we are all what? Stewards. Now, then the steward said within himself, "Mark, I want you to mark verse 3 if your Bible is your Bible. He says, what shall I do? What shall I do? What question did he ask himself? He said, What shall I do? For my Lord taken away from me the stewardship. I cannot dig. To beg, I am ashamed. Verse 4. He now says, I am resolved what to do. That when I am put out of the stewardship, they may receive me into their houses. What did he do? Verse 5. Verse 6. So he cut any one of his Lord's debtors unto him and said unto the first, How much owest thou unto my Lord? Verse 6. And he said, hundred measures of oil. And he said unto him, Take that bill, and sit down quickly, and write fifty. What has he done? Gave him what? Fifty percent discount. Then he said to another, How much thou weighs? And he said, A hundred measures of wheat. And he said unto him, Take that bill, and write fourscore. score. Verse 8. And the Lord commanded the just steward. That's one of the most controversial. Why did Jesus commend that person? the Bible says, and the Lord commended the unjustly world, for he had done wisely. He had done what? What Jesus was commending was not of faithfulness. What he was commending was what? Wisdom. What was the wisdom? That's the wisdom I want you and I to learn. Praise the Lord. For the children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light. So we see it that whenever we talk about money, the children of the world, the Jeff Bezos, the Elon Musk, the Bill Gates, they are richer than the children of light. True of us, but is that supposed to be so? And then the children of light. So how do we make the children of light wiser? So he said "Make yourself friends of the mammon of our righteousness, that when you feel." They may receive unto you into what? Everlasting. What did Jesus teach them? So today's message, I'll tell you the the mindset that glorifies God. The first mindset is that there's a future to fight for. What I say, there's a future to fight for. The guy was planning for a future. Most of us think that it's only today that matters when we earn money, we will think that it's only today that matters. <coughs> but Jesus was looking, the guy said, what shall I do? He was making plans for the future. True us Please, let me know if I'm speaking to, 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 living, to a living church. He was making plans for the future. So, the question I want to ask you this morning is, what plans do you have for your future? What plans do you have for your future? He said, what shall I do? The mindset starts with there's a future to fight for and the future starts from we thinking about your eternity future and also the future in which you will not be as young as you are praise the lord there'll be a future in which you will not be as young as you are there will be a future in which i will talk about it next week when we brand branding up you understand what i call the GIs. There going to be a future in which someone else will be leading you and you're not leading yourself but what what are your plans for that future? So the mindset thinks Jesus was saying that you know what the children of this world are wiser in that they think about the future they plan for the future they are they put the future into consideration when they are planning. Praise the Lord. So for instance you know I'm amazed how many times children of God you understand they live their life in such a way that think only today matters even in their relationship with people they do not care about making friends making friends in the future how many times would you have a financial with someone and you let it go not because today matters because there may be a future that that thing will happen so the battle is not just winning every financial transaction today it's also planning that you know what a relationship matters so that guy was saying that like, you know what if i even I don't have anything in the future i would have relationships let me build on relationships let me build on relationships let me build relationships those relationships can help me in future is that all he did so he negotiated with them and the bible said that jesus said he was wise a mindset that builds into people that believes in people that builds into people will help you in future you see at the end of the day most times, the greatest poverty is not having a man who can help you in the time of need. Praise the Lord. So, every time when God, even if God wants to help you, God will send you a man. As someone will say, "That may God give you the gift of men. Some people say, ah, may God give you the gift of men. But that gift of men, some of them are also processed by relationship. How do you how do you treat people who you are staying with today? You're working with people. Is it that every time you're talking to them, if it's not money transaction, that your friendship cannot continue? Those kind of people will not remember you in the future. You understand? You cannot do something for someone if money is not involved, then you're not building a relationship for the future. It's amazing that in church, any small thing want to ask you, is they will ask you for money. And I was talking about this guy, who is Muslim, who is everything. And I'm using him as an example. He said, no, don't worry. Give the money to her. Anytime she sees me, she will give me the money. How many Christians can say, ah, give the money to lawyer. Anytime lawyer sees me, sir. I will say I don't even trust lawyer. Is that what they will tell you? Praise the Lord. How do we, so do you know that the amazing thing about it was that it was the same woman who called her. Who called him, baby? Now, even if whatever happens, he knows that that woman would always give him another job in the future. Because he would never have gotten that job if that, that woman did not call him. So, how are you building relationship for the future? Praise the Lord. It's a mindset. It's your belief system. Look. Whenever I talk about money to people, I speak out to my friends, or to when I try to do a non-Christian gathering, I tell them that there are three things that affect money. Your belief about money, your philosophies of money, and your strategies of money. Your belief, your strategies, and your philosophy. By the grace of God, over time we looked at beliefs, all those negative beliefs, like money is scarce. You know we told you that money is not scarce. Did I, did I tell you money is not scarce, Abi? We just said money depends on hard work. Please, if you don't listen to it, go and listen to it. Sir, because my time is almost done here. Now, I want to say something to you again. So the next one will be the strategies of money. So the one I've not talked about, I've, not talked, about, I've talked about philosophies, I've talked about the myth, I've talked about what to do with money. But one I've not talked about is strategy. And I just want to do in maybe like 5-10 minutes, please look at me and listen to me carefully. In every transaction, there is time and there is talent you know Matthew chapter 25 the woman the the what they call it the the man went away and when he came back he gave someone how many talents five he gave another person how many talents two he gave the person how many talents one the one with five talents what did he do with it he traded what did when he traded what happened he got five more now so the question is this for wealth there is the trading there is time and there is talent. So everybody has time. But everybody has different talents. So when you trade your time and talent, what do you get? You get money. Sister uh, Sister. I'll go. Yeah, come, 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 come. Come, sister, come, come. Praise the Lord. Okay, oh, where did you go now? Office so go home my very beautiful sister is a very is a very powerful pharmacist what happens she's trained she has a talent as what a pharmacist when she goes to an organization what does she trade for them she gives them her talent as a pharmacist and also what her time and what they give her back money if this guy works for that same organization and he comes there as a cleaner God forbid! Eh? Would they end the same amount? Even for the same time. Why? Because their talent differs. So, on the same amount of money, on the same time, they are going to have different results because of what? Application of what? Talent. Now, majority people... So, that's an example. God bless you. Majority stay with time and talent. Praise the Lord! But can I now take you to a different dimension? and add something again to it is called thinking so if i come to an organization and i give them time i give them time and i give them my thinking what happens to it i will earn more money than other people that's why in most organizations uh, people down the line are not expected to think it's only people on top that think So people why when you ask them what they're doing, they say they are thinking. They're doing strategic planning. You don't know what they are doing, but that's they are thinking. I mean that's what they're doing. Oh, they're just thinking. But do they earn different money from other person? So thinking is so the difference now becomes that so even in Star August, some case, if somebody is a thinking organization, maybe like the chief pharmacist, she they will not earn the same amount of money because she's thinking. That one is giving is, Thinking now, and I told you that. How does this likely play out in life? And I use the same example. Please permit me to use the same example. So, Côte d'Ivoire produces cocoa, six billion dollars. Switzerland collects the cocoa from Côte d'Ivoire, turns it into chocolate, and makes sixty billion dollars. It's thinking that's the added value. Thinking, thinking, that man did it. Thinking. When I'm planning for my future, what is my thinking? The adding of value. The adding of what? Value. The thinking, 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 thinking. If I'm not thinking, I'm not adding value. It's thinking that made puff puff small chop. It's thinking, and they don't add the same value. Praise the Lord. He's thinking that make water. Ever water. Pure water never ever water. He's thinking. And immediately you think and there's a th- thought process into it. Value enters into it. It becomes different. Praise the Lord. The Bible said, what shall I do? Thinking was involved. It's talent, whatever was there, was evolved. It's time. His thinking was evolved. Hello, sir. How are you thinking? Now, I've come to realize, <coughs> excuse me, that there are different kinds of thinking. There are what I call linear thinking, and what I call non-linear thinking. Huh? So, in non-linear thinking, you're thinking not in terms of sequence. So, most times, I see every, most people think in terms of linear thinking. I save time for money i'll give you time for money or if i come i work for an organization i same time it's all linear thinking but the, but when you're thinking about oh if i do this transaction and it comes lie down. it's not linear thinking but there's a different kind of thinking that is winning in the world today which i need to let you know that's the reason why google Airbnb, facebook they are winning they are thinking in what is generally called exponential thinking Thinking how to solve a billion problems. So Airbnb does not have land. Two of us. Do they have land? No. And I, what, when they talk one the factors of production, the first thing you said was land. Abby. So I said things have changed. And it's the Bible will think, Now, But they have a thinking process. What's their thinking process? How do we connect people that want to rent houses, that have spare houses to rent, and people that want to have that have spare they want, they, they want to do to a place and um, use it for a day or two. They thought about it, and what they do, they call, it, they came Airbnb, and what do they do? They make money. What's that thinking? Are you listening to me? Thinking, Facebook. How do I connect people together? Thinking. How do we connect people together? Thinking. Everybody's thinking. How do we do this? How do we do this? They are thinking. Somebody is of piggyback piggy bank for us yesterday. Thinking, Abi. They are all. Everybody's thinking. Now, the question is, if I can think, how do I resolve, do I help solve a billion people's problem? The next thing will now come of what I call a template. So there will be time, talent, thinking and templates. That template will now be the strategy in which you can create a platform in which those things will work. Hello, sir. That is what the Elon Musk have done. That's what the Apple people have done. And Bible says they are wiser than us. They didn't need prayers to do it. Did they pray? Answer me now. Did they need prayers to do it? So that money that they got is not a result of prayer, it's a result of what their thinking and their strategies. And the Bible says that the children of this world are wiser. Can we can we ask that? Oh God, can we make the children of light be wiser than the children of because we have the Bible, we have the word of light, we have the we have the facilities. So what will make us what will make us different? Is that we now employ our thinking faculty? Praise the Lord. Do you know that whenever you see a disruption in the economy, what are you thinking? You're seeing that they thinking that needs to be resolved. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, why do we say you must change your thinking? Some people think the thought process is all about slavery. Some people are so and that's, that's the difficult thing about poverty it changes your mind to the extent that you never see beyond the only ability to eat but the, but what God gives to you is not just the ability to eat it's the ability to earn the ability to multiply and the ability to do many things the mindset that glorifies God is the mindset that will solve a billion problems by a good thought process He said, what shall I do if all of us ask that question what shall I do Today, what shall I do in my field? What shall I do to solve a billion dollar problems? You know, everything all of you will come back here in the next one year, different. If all of you could ask yourself, so if all God not ask herself and said, You know what, how shall I do? What are the problems that people have with, with medications? What are the problems that people have with medications? Number one problem, that people have with medications that they don't like taking medications, two of us, Abby? and number two is that they forget to take medications. So if you have something that prompts them at every point in time, take your medications, help them. And you also can think about the fact that, oh, people are abroad, their parents are in Nigeria. How do I get the medications to them? So that you don't disturb them. You understand? You're thinking about it. He helps them. It's a problem. You solve the problem. So, you solve the problem. Oh, there are 50 million youth people in Nigeria. How can we... What problems do they have? MTN. What does MTN feel there is a problem is? MTN feel that the problem is the fact that they want to watch YouTube. So MTN will give them free data. They will come to MTN. They will say, ah, you have free, data, free access to them. And MTN gives them that problem. MTN describes that problem as, being, as pleasure. And they will give them solutions. You have fifty million people, eighty million people subscribers because you have defined their problem. And those regularly will give you money. So, what shall I do the question that every believer should ask himself in my field as this field is changing the banks will ask themselves. So for instance if the banks sit down and think about it that oh this country is changing this world is changing in fact, yesterday my wife went somewhere and they said we should transfer money to one bank we've never had that bank before two of us i my, my wife was saying ah would you get the money she say you she get the money now so it means that the traditional banks have actually been losing uh, what do you call it? They need to share market, uh, uh, market share because there are, there are digital banks coming up. You understand? That's the reason why you've not, you don't see the traditional banks opening up branches any longer. They stop opening up branches. Unlike before that, you see that everywhere they are opening up branches. Have you seen the open branches of recent? No. Because they, they, they are, they've they the they said, what shall we do now? So they're taking action. So if you ask yourself, what shall I do? In the midst of the problems that people have. You see, every time you see problems, there's a solution. And that solution, may God give it to you. And you see, once God gives you that solution, and you get that solution, what do you have? It's money that becomes the result of your application, your application of thinking and the template that you brought out to solve the problem to the talents that God has given to you and to the time that you have. Very simple. And you see that life Very different. What shall I do? What shall I do to solve this problem? What shall I do to solve the problem of my generation? For me, as an individual, as an individual, what shall I do? Means one thing: means that I've given myself to the ministry of the word and to prayer. Because I know that, for instance, I know that life does not change except in word and prayer is involved. That's my own. That's the problem. That's the answer that God has given to me. So, might be different for you. May be different for somebody else. Praise the Lord. So, can you? Would you ask yourself, what shall I do this week? And what, how what thinking would you put to the talent that God has given to you? To the time that God has given to you? And create a template that that solution will come. And money will be the result. You see, that's why like God will give you a job. God will give you a job. It's a mindset eh, of poverty. May God give you a solution to your generation. I've told you before that I've been hearing that there are witches that come against money. But I know that the day anybody, anybody, anybody gets the cure for HIV, you understand? Eh? The cure for HIV, that person will be wealthy. Whether the village people, whether all the witches in the village say that person will not have money, the cure will come out. The, the money will come out. Then the pandemic, the, the company is making COVID versus They make money. Even those ones doing COVID, this ones that that are ripping us off, eh? And those marks, they made money. Those ones that were doing. Thousand Did they make money? They made money. Imagine ten thousand people flying out of Lagos every day, and we were forced to do a fifty thousand naira test every day. It was crazy, but they were solving the problem. Two of us, and they were making money. What problem are you solving? What shall I do to solve the problem of your future? That was what that man asked himself, and that's what I challenge you to ask yourself today. What shall I do to solve the problem of my generation? That the future shall be brighter and the future shall be well. What shall I what shall I do? What should you do? What shall I do? What shall you do? What, you, do? What you do? what should you do? What should you do? What should you do? Most people come to church and they do not think any longer. They think that God will solve the problem. God will solve problems, yes. But God expects you to think. Because it's your thinking that God gives you an answer. God gave Isaac an answer. God gave solo um, Abraham and Isaac answered in irrigation. God gave Jacob an answer. God will also give you an answer. Praise the Lord. Can we rise up? My time is up. Have you been blessed this morning at all? So what thinking would you have? What thinking would you have? I call this an exponential thinking. Please go and read about it. I don't have enough time to talk about it. You understand? God will give you an exponential thinking. to solve an exponential problem. It's a billion dollar problem. Lord, bless you in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Wow. Can you just ask God, say, Father, give me a revelation of what I should do. Give me a revelation of what I should do. Give me, He said, what shall I do? What shall I do? What shall I do? What shall I do? In the light of our realities, what shall I do? In the light of our challenges, what shall I do? In the light of what you are going through, in the light of Nigeria, what shall I do? In the light of where you are, what shall I do? In the light of your circumstances, what shall I do? And the guy answered the question. If you ask yourself that question, what shall you do? What shall I do? To so plan for a future, to so plan for a future when you will not be able to move around. To plan for a future of, of greatness. Plan for a future that even. The Bible says that the righteous man, there shall be like the palm tree that is bringing forth fruit in his season. Even in his, right, in his old age, he, his leaves will still not wither. Why? Because of the Father, he has created a template. He has created a measure. He has created something that is working for him even in old age. Father, may that be our testimony. So shall it be. In Jesus' name we pray. Can I hear believing amen? Can I hear believing amen? We hope you've been blessed with this message. For more of such life-transforming and destiny-impacting messages, follow us on all of our social media handles, on Facebook and YouTube, Pottersville, on Instagram, the Pottersville Church. Thank you and God bless you.